Welcome to Simple Truth, a weekly broadcast dedicated to the exhortation and equipping of the body of Christ. And now, here's Pastor Terrence Williams and Pastor Mark Wingfield. All right. Hello, everyone. I am Pastor Mark Wingfield here with Pastor Terrence Williams and Sam King, and we are Simple Truth Radio, and we are a Facebook ministry that uh, that exists to look at hot topics, current events, things in, uh, found simply in Scripture, and, uh, and, and, and try to present them in a meaningful way. Uh, we have a live stream going on. We are on our Facebook page. You can find episodes backlogged there anytime you want to. Uh, we are also on Spotify and Apple Tunes and uh, Google Play, and you can, you can find us at any of those places. So, uh, Terrence, we've had a, a good night. If, those of you, or if you're listening to this as a single broadcast, uh, again, we've been recording some uh, multiple episodes tonight, and uh, it's been a real blessing. And, and, and Terrence, it's it's been good to have folks with us, and we've talked a lot about uh, hot topics and, and and things going on. and And I kind of wanted to to look here at, for this this segment um, I, something that I was reading earlier this week in my um, Bible reading that we are doing. Um, I don't remember which day it was. And again, I have to get ahead a little bit to, to come up with our questions. So it may not even been um, one of the days that we should have been reading yet, but it was Psalm 61. And I'm not going to read that whole Psalm because that's the Psalm that I think I'm going to be preaching this Sunday. But one thing that I found interesting in it. Um, as I read it in the in the, in the beginning, you ha- hear hear David and and he's just uh, crying out and it, and it says that this is with stringed instruments. Okay, so this was written as uh, uh, to be sung. This was written um, as some sort of a, a praise hymn, perhaps. And, and and David's crying out as he typically does. Hear God, my prayer. Listening to my prayer, um, you know, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you've been my refuge and some of that familiar language that we really like and uh, let me dwell in your tent forever and, he, and it's a short psalm but then he gets to the last verse and um, he says so will I ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day and there was something about that I don't know why but as I was reading that and then perhaps it was even a comment that I think was made in one of the commentaries I was looking at but but the idea that in this instance David cries out to God, gives praise to God, um, talks about how mighty God is, prays again, and then at the end, his response is to sing praises. And And as I was thinking about that this week, I, I just thought about the order of the services that we are so used to. And you know, you're a, a praise worship guy, you're a worship pastor, and uh, and of course, I'm a preacher, and, and well, you're a preacher too, but you know, on a typical Sunday, you're going to be leading worship uh, by song, and I'm going to be leading worship through the preached word. And it's just interesting to me that every once in a while, uh, it would almost make sense if we did more of our singing time at the end of the service uh, than up front. Um, and yet, it would really confuse people. Um, uh, folks wouldn't know what to do. Uh, some of them might try to start uh, heading out the back door uh, as we started singing because they thought that it was time to go. Um, and so, you know, I t- think you and I are getting together tomorrow. I think mm-hmm. it tomorrow or Thursday, one of the next couple of days. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And I'm going to talk to you about the possibility of, 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 of doing our service this coming Sunday in this manner. We'd have to make some changes so that we didn't have to, everybody stay there till from eight 30 to noon. You know, there'd have to be some, some differences, but um, uh, you know, 
I, I don't know. There's something special to me. Uh, I have been in services at times when we did some of the singing after the preaching, and uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, any idea where the order of these services that we <laughs> participate in week after week? Uh, you know, because because it's not really, I don't think, prescribed in in scripture that we do it in a certain order in a certain way, uh, and it's very helpful, I think, sometimes to set the tone for the preaching of the word by the singing too. So so it definitely yeah. works, but. Uh, I don't know, just what your thoughts are. You've been uh, part of the praise and worship through song um, uh, uh, ministry for for a couple decades plus. Um, so yeah. I just thought maybe I'd throw some, some, something out there and see what your thoughts are. Um, Not to put you on the spot. But. Again, you know, I think, you know, breaking the status quo is never a bad thing. Um it's uh it just it sometimes you know i mean i'd I'd love to think i'd love for people not to think that it gets monotonous but the 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 fact of the matter is is that it it can become ritual it can become routine Mm -hmm. uh at, at times and so um you know, for it to seem more spontaneous, uh, that can, that's never a bad thing to, 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 to have some spontaneity, uh, in services. Uh, you know, uh, I've seen it more probably in, um, maybe in my youth, uh, at, at certain in certain churches where uh, uh, a person in a congregation will just start to tap their feet and start to sing a song and uh, and the rest of the church join in and it was just really spontan- spontaneous uh, you know I've been a you know being a being a worship leader and a pastor you know I've had times where um, I would start singing in the middle of a sermon. So, I mean, th- those are things, you know, obviously can't every, not everybody's gifted to do that. Not that, not right. to exalt right. myself by any, by any means. Uh, but just to say that uh, spontaneity is always a good thing because people get in a routine where they come into church and they know uh, pretty much they know the order of the service. Even in uh, the Pentecostal realm where we've, uh, tend to pride ourselves on not being so liturgical uh, as other denominations, there's still an order of service that you pretty much have in every service. Oh, yeah. So, uh, even oh, yeah. even as, you know, those that say they are spontaneous, usually they're not as spontaneous. Uh, so, but um, uh, it's, I think it's good. I think it's good to... Uh, uh, and yeah, well. um, looking at some, looking at some of the comments, you know, worship. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why you a lot of times you lead off a service with worship because um, it kind of helps prepare people. Uh, and it kind of helps them get their mind on the Lord. Uh, it can uh, it can uh, to use a to use a. Uh, scriptural term you know about breaking up follow ground uh it can Mm -hmm. prepare it can prepare the heart uh for the for the seed of the word uh to be planted Mm -hmm. into the heart of the person um there's there's just there's a lot of benefits for it uh for and i can see why sure uh it's usually a prelude to the sermon but it's definitely not something that has to be uh prescribed the prescription all the time 
<laughs> right, right. Well, you know, I mean, I think that there's, uh, you know, good reasons for, um, for, for either way. I, you know, when I look, uh, one of my favorite Psalms, um, is 40. I preached it a few weeks ago on a Sunday night and you know what it says. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. And what I see there is David is praying. He's waiting. God hears him. God responds. God answers the prayer. And then his response is to sing. And sometimes I think about it, we are here, we're looking at God's word, uh, amen, hallelujah, it is so good, and it just seems right to me to to end with uh, a time of singing. And you know, I, I suppose that even before uh, COVID and things, I mean, things were so different. We used to do um, uh, an invitation um, or at the end of a, uh, of a service, and, and it was certainly uh, music was involved in that. Um, but I just think sometimes every once in a while, a good worship set is a, a good way to end um, a time uh, together and to, to leave, um, you know, with that greeting one another in Psalms and hymns uh, that's talked about in Colossians. I think that's what, mm-hmm. four, maybe or three, three or four. Um, those things are important. That's an important part of, obviously, it's an important part of the worship service. And, um, you know, it's interesting because everybody's different. Everybody's wired differently. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, gifted in singing, but I do enjoy the time of singing. I do enjoy the worship. And, mm-hmm. and absolutely, it does. I think Linda said that it calms the emotions, focuses the mind. Well, for, for some people, it does do that. I think for me, it, uh, it does do that. It helps me um, to, to be ready to hear the preach word. And, and, for, and, and many cases for me to, to preach it um, but I think there are other people um, who uh, don't ne- necessarily naturally uh, feel that singing is the way that they best worship God I've, I've, I have people that sometimes tell me you know that uh, they wish they heard a little bit more shouting and clapping and getting excited when the word is preached as opposed to music well part of that's probably just because of the way they're wired that's just uh, the way they are probably been the way they always have been music hasn't always been the thing that uh, that does it for them in any other atmosphere, and so church is the same way. Um, however, when they hear the word preach, and they they then and uh, you know I, I think about one time I um, I preached uh, Job uh, chapter one years ago, and uh, you know the emphasis, of course, was blessed be the name of the Lord. You know He gives and He takes away. Well, there's that song, you know, blessed be the name. Remember that one? Well, we sang mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. afterwards, and there was something very, very, very worshipful and special about that because we had just spent half an hour looking at what that was all about in scripture and then sang it back to the Lord. It was a little bit different if we had sang that song first and then when they heard it preached, they would have said, oh, okay, now I understand uh, what that was singing. But instead, this was, now we get to sing it and we know what we're actually, you know, it was just something different and uh, I mm-hmm. think all of it has a place. Um, and I think you're right. Uh, we have to be careful to not uh, let ourselves be held down. I mean, we've got that special, that, that the, you know, three the opening prayer three songs it probably offering passed around and another song during that maybe and and then the preached word and everybody go home but you know there needs to be times at times for testimony for a word that somebody has you know i think probably the reason that we don't do as much of that uh is we've all had moments when we've been burned with that we let somebody speak and they uh they spoke for 10 minutes on something that wasn't even biblical and and so we're wary of that <laughs> we, don't, we're, we don't want that to happen again you know i mean we have to to guard 
are the pulpit in one sense, but then there's that other aspect of it that, uh, you know, those can really be some good things. Those can be some meaningful moments. And if the Lord is really speaking to somebody to pass something on to the church, well, you know, it's, it's not a good thing to keep that back. And so all of it is a little bit more complicated. I think you and I understand it probably different than most people would because we've had to lead it um, for so long and uh, everybody has an input. Uh, but when you're up there and you're trying to, to, to make sure you're honoring God and you're not going to let things get uh, out of hand, but at the same time, you want to let the spirit move. I mean, that's not always an easy uh, place. I, I, like you, have seen services and even been in services where the people really did almost take pride in the fact that, boy, we really let the spirit uh, move today. Um, uh, but what they were talking about hasn't always, to me, seemed like genuine worship. And I'm always curious that sometimes the same people that say that are the ones that go out and uh, uh, ended up uh, having a Kirk Franklin moment or whatever. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's not really fair to say. But you know what I mean? You know, true worship is going to be the way that we live our lives after we leave the church. It's really not what we do Sunday morning, um, although that is important as well. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. That just kind of that's what that's what God spoke to me from sixty one this week, and I think that's where we're going to be uh, on this Sunday, and uh, maybe maybe try to do things a little different. We'll see. Uh, looks like some of the comments that uh, most of you have said uh, you're you're in, in about the same kind of church that we're talking about, where uh, you pretty much know what to expect, and and maybe you like it that way. In fact, you know, there's yeah. something uh, very nice about uh, knowing what's coming, but. So anyway, you got Terrence. We got about a minute and a half. If you want to, yeah, finish this up here. Well, you know, I was thinking. You know, you brought up the verse from Philippians, I think, and it's also the same. It's in another. It's in another book that's the almost exact same phrase. I think know, it's Colossians to one and Philippians. Another. Yeah, uh-huh. speak to one another in yeah. psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, constantly making melody in your hearts toward the Lord. That that is a person that uh, doesn't just turn on their worship when they get to the sanctuary. Uh, that's a person that is right. con- continually, uh, you know continually uh, a worshiper at heart. So, I mean, and you know, I've done... um I've done videos. I haven't done one in a while where I actually take songs and break them down because, you know, there's people that enjoy the preached word. Well, in my opinion, you get you get the word uh, set to music and then you get the word preached. The whole service is the word. Uh, if you, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the songs. And so, I mean, I, I, I took songs and I actually taught from them and preached uh, uh, a video. Uh, and I, I need to get back right. to doing maybe some of that uh so i mean if your words if the, if your bible if your songs are not uh just trendy and and uh a lot of fluff if they're right. actually that's the, the words throughout those songs then you're getting a double dose of word on sunday Absolutely. so i mean that's that's very Absolutely. important and that is important. So, all right. Well, enjoyed that discussion. And thanks again for all the input you guys gave us. Um, uh, Pastor Mark, Pastor Terrence, Sam King for Simple Truth Radio. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Simple Truth. We look forward to bringing you new messages each week. Tune in next week as we hear from Mark Wingfield and Terrence Williams.